Hi everybody, I just want to welcome you to this Bible study. Today we'll be studying three chapters of Revelation. Revelation 17, 18, and 19. And I pray that God will bless you as you follow along. Um, Everlasting Father, we thank you for life. We thank you for the opportunity to study your word today. We thank you for as many as will be listening to your word. I ask that you would bless them with your revelation, your understanding, and salvation. I pray, O oh God Almighty, that everyone that will be listening, everyone that will hear the sound of my voice, if they have any issues in their lives, O oh God, I ask that you step in and intervene. I ask that you would heal the sick, um, make happy the brokenhearted. You give the garment of praise to the depressed. You give the Holy Spirit to those that have an evil spirit, O oh God. You set the captive free in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that your presence will always be with us, O oh God. And that you prepare us, O oh God, for the day of your coming, O oh God. And help us to be found in your kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. I thank you for joining. We'll be studying three chapters today. And I would like you to get your Bibles. We'll be reading Revelation 17 18 and 19 and i will just go right straight into it but before i go i just want to recap what we studied last two um last meeting last meeting we studied revelation 15 and 16 and it re-explains the wrath of god and even though the wrath of god has been explained in revelations chapter 7 through 11 <laughs> god took time again to re-explain the wrath of god in Revelation 7 through 11, he explained it as seven, the wrath of God um, was divided into seven phases such that seven trumpets were blown. And when each trumpet, trumpet was blown, something bad happened to the earth. And then in Revelations 15 and 16, God explained it as bowls of wrath being poured. And when each of the seven bowls of wrath was poured on the earth, something bad happened to the earth similar to when the trumpet was blown. So this is the wrath of God. It's going to happen immediately after the rapture. And the rapture happens immediately after the 666, the beast, the mark of the beast, everything the Antichrist is coming to do. I pray that we will not be part of the wrath of God. If we are alive during the time of the Antichrist, I pray that God will give us the grace to endure to the end. So that when Jesus comes in rapture, we'll go with him. And so, um, the wrath of God is a terrible period that happened, that would happen after the saints have gone. And there's no second chance. Like if you miss the rapture, there's no second chance for such individuals. Anyway, in Revelation 17, we will see the judgment of the spirit of Babylon. And I will read the whole chapter before I explain. So please get your Bibles and let's read together. Revelation 17, and there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, that seven bowls of wrath, which we saw in Revelations 15 and 16. And the angel talked with me, that's John, saying unto me, come hither and I will show unto thee the judgment of the great hall that seated upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. 
and the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and um, Paris having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication and upon her head was a name written misery Babylon the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and the blood of the martyrs of Jesus and when I saw her I wondered with great admiration verse 7 and the angel said unto me wherefore did thou marvel I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carried her which had seven heads and seven horns the beast that thou saw it was and is not and shall <clears throat> ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition and they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is they shall wonder right so revelation 17 verse 9 and here is the mind that had wisdom the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman seated and the seven kings five are falling and there are seven kings right five are falling and one is and the other is not yet come and when he cometh, he must continue a short space and and the beast that was and is not even he is the eight that's the eight king and is of the seven and goeth into perdition and the ten horns which thou sowest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet but receive power as one as kings one hour with the beast these have one mind and shall give power and strength to the beast stay with me all these things are going to be explained shortly so i'm going to continue revelation 17 14. it says that this shall make war with the lamb that's jesus and the lamb shall overcome them for he is lord of lords and king king of kings and they that are with him are called the chosen and faithful and he said unto me the waters which thou sowest where the horse seated are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues and the ten horns which thou sowest upon the beasts these shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire for god had put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beasts unto the words of god shall be fulfilled and the woman which thou sowest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. May God bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. So that's Revelation 17. What does all these things mean? What do all these things mean? So this is talking about if you've been following our Bible study, let us do a recap. Open to Daniel 7 verse 78. So in Daniel 7, 78, <clears throat> the Bible chapters complement each other. They explain each other. So we are going to start from Daniel's dream, Daniel's first dream about the end time. So Daniel 7, 78 says that after this, I saw, 
in the night visions and behold a fourth beast dreadful and terrible strong exceedingly and it had great iron teeth it devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it and it was diverse from the all the beasts that were before it and it had ten horns i considered the horns and behold there came up among them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the root and behold in his horns were eyes like the eyes of a man and mouth speaking great things so daniel saw four different beasts and these four different beasts came out of the the goat in his vision in um, daniel chapter 8 so okay i hope you guys can still hear me okay let me just adjust something real quick Thank you. So, um, Daniel saw, this is the beginning of Daniel's dream. He saw a ram that was very powerful. And that ram stands for Nebuchadnezzar Babylon. Then he saw uh, the ram had two horns. That is um, the next kingdom after Nebuchadnezzar. Media and Persia. So, um, this ram was ruling, right? Then a he goat was running on the air. That's how it's explained it in Daniel 8. The he goat had one horn and it defeated the ram. And that horn stood for the kingdom of Greece. So, after Nebuchadnezzar, the kingdoms of Media, we've heard of Prince of Persia. After they ruled, Greece ruled. There was a time that Greece was the world power. And so that is the he-goat. But after some time, the horn of the he-goat broke and four horns grew in its place. And those four horns, they became popular one time in history or the other. So it started with the king of the north. And if you read Daniel 11, it talked about how the king of the north was trying to be the the world ruler then the king of the south was trying to be the world ruler the king of the east was just quiet then the fourth kingdom is the king of the west and this king of the west is the fourth beast and this fourth beast had one head and ten horns but towards the end time right this Another horn came up, a little horn, broke three of its horns, and that little horn was now the eight horns. So if you break three horns, you have seven, and then the little one replaced the three horns, making eight. So when we go back to Revelations chapter 17, the Bible chapters complement each other. Revelations 17 is now talking about that little horn, right? The little horn... And I'll read this. 
it says that Revelation 17 verse 10 it says and there are seven kings five are fallen that is during John's time when he was seeing this vision five of those horns those ten horns have ruled and they are dead the sixth horn was ruling during John's time and then the other the seventh one is not yet come and when he cometh, he shall continue a short space right revelation 17 11 and the beast that was not and that was and is not even he is the eighth now that eighth king is similar to the seventh and goeth into perdition right so that eighth king is the little horn that broke the three horns in daniel and this eight horn or eight king is the antichrist and revelation 7 12 says that and the ten horns which thou sawest on this little horn so this little horn now is described as a beast in revelations um 17 the whore that's abomination the woman that committed fornications with people sat on this eight king and he has seven heads with ten horns and these ten horns are ten kings which will give their power to him don't be confused and then they will rule with him just one hour we don't know how long one hour is because god's timing is different from us we don't know if it's going to be one year but they will give their power to the beast for one hour so this is explaining that this beast that the whore is sitting on that is the antichrist and how do we know is the antichrist this beast has seven heads right and ten horns and he's also the eighth horn that broke three other horns in daniel chapter um seven and eight so we know is the antichrist because when we open to revelations chapter 13 which we've studied before it says and i stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea having what seven heads and ten horns and upon his horns ten crowns and upon his head the name blasphemy you see upon his head the name blasphemy that is the whore that was sitting upon this beast in revelations 17. so revelation 13 talked about what the beast will do to christians how we will give the mark i just want you to know that this beast that is giving the mark of the beast has seven heads ten horns he's the eighth horn in the first beast in daniel and he has a whore called blasphemy sitting upon his head the great woman so at this point in history the wrath of god has been poured on the earth although the beast was still alive just some people will still be alive after the seven bowls of the wrath of god has been poured on the earth some people will still be alive right some sinners will still be alive on this earth after the wrath of god they might be affected they might not be affected but their judgment ultimate judgment is coming so if we continue with verse 17 the angel that just finished pouring the seven rods upon the earth wanted to show john what the judgment of that whore 
Babylon was going to be, right? And this will be our judgment. It will be explained in Revelations 18. So I hope I've given like a foundation about this beast. I don't want to recap, but let me just do it quickly. History started with Nebuchadnezzar. A ram, then having two horns, Media and Persia, then a goat with one horn, that is Greece, came to defeat Media and Persia. And Greece ruled the world for some time. And then his horn was broken off, and four horns grew in its place. And that's where we hear the king of the north, the king of the south. And some people try to map it to maybe Russia, China. I don't know about that. But it's explained, their activities have been explained in Revelations 11. King of north, king of south, always trying to rule the world. And the king of the, the east, silent, not so powerful. The king of the west, that's the fourth beast, had ten horns. Three of his horns were broken off at one point in history to favor the eighth beast, that's the Antichrist. So the Antichrist will kill, probably kill, three kings or three presidents and rise up to be, rise up to rule. And he's the eighth king. And he himself, the Antichrist himself, is a beast that has seven heads, ten horns, the whore sitting on his head. He's not yet judged, but the earth has been, the wrath of God has been poured on the earth as at Revelation 17. The whore sitting on the head will be judged first before the beast. And who is this whore? We are going to know more about the whore in um, Revelations um, chapter 18. So we're going now into Revelations 18. So um, I wrote here that when the little horn arrives, that's the, the beast with the ten horns, at a point in time, maybe after the seven bowls of wrath, during the, or during the six bowls being poured on the earth, Revelation 17 verse 14, it says that this, the beast, shall make war with the lamb. And the lamb shall overcome them. So this is telling you what would happen. It's not yet going to happen now. It's going to happen later in Revelation 19. So you know the Bible summarizes things before it explains it in detail. So Revelations verse 18. Who is this Babylon? Revelation 17, 18. And the woman which thou sawest is the great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Which city is reigning over the earth right now? Which country is reigning over the earth? You can take a guess. Is it the US? Is it UK? Is it Russia? Is it China? So let's go into Revelation 18 to know more about who Babylon is, right? So I read King James Version. Open your Bibles to Revelation 18 so you can read with me. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, and is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the, and the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, 
and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of our delicacies now i want you to listen to this part very carefully because it shows you the features of this babylon and the babylon spirit it's all about sexual sin sexual sin fornication that is the the one characteristics of this babylon where in the world which country in the world is pushing sexual sin right now forcing it on people making it a trend making it normal pushing fornications pushing um sexual immorality different kind of um sin that you don't even i've never thought about they are inventing different ways to sin against god in a sexual sexual sins to sin against sin against god they just keep inventing different kind of sexual sins apart from that another characteristics of this um Babylon, this harlot, this whore, is that in Revelation 18.3, it says, And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of our delicacies. She loves luxury. She loves uh, um, wealth, right? And the merchants, all the merchants, all the luxury houses, Louis Vuitton, all the um, Gucci they are rich because these people that live in babylon this babylon spirit loves luxury and they can purchase something like a wristwatch for billions of dollars right and the the people selling it they are getting rich so who is this country or who are this set of people or what kind of spirit if you love luxury too much if you can pay ridiculous amount of money for luxury you are being ruled by the Babylon spirit. So she, and you're making the merchants of the earth rich by your love of luxury. So let's keep reading. Revelations 18, 4 says that, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her and my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God had remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her, double according to her works. In the cup which she had filled, fill to her double. How much she had glorified herself, and have lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. For she said in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. So now, I just want to highlight here that says, Revelations 18 verse 4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and ye receive not her plagues. Why is this voice saying this right now? Right? Why is there a voice, even in Revelations 18 too, saying that Babylon is falling, falling and falling. The saints come out of among her. When the saints have already been raptured in, in Revelations 13 and 14. So why is... is, is this voice saying this now when babylon is about to be judged 
Remember how the Bible works. It goes for each new dream, for each new chapter, it goes back and starts explaining again. So this same sentence was said during the time of the, when the beast was ruling the people, when the beast was giving the mark of the beast to, to people and some Christians, they could not take it anymore. They took the mark of the beast because they were hungry. You cannot buy and sell if you don't have the mark. So if we go back to read Revelations chapter 14, you will hear that same voice saying the same thing. Revelations 14, 8, that's during the time of the Antichrist, the, the angel said, so open to Revelations 14, 8, and there followed another angel saying, Babylon is falling, is falling, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of her fornication. Of, and the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark on his forehead or his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. So anybody that takes the mark will be tormented, will be tormented with fire and brimstone. So, um, and the smoke of their torment, Revelation 14, 11 ascended up forever and ever and they have no rest day or night which worship the beast and his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name here is the patience of the saints so christians that are alive that will be alive during that time and which is very close if i'm still alive here is the bible is telling me to be patient and if you keep the commandment of god and faith of Jesus Christ be patient don't take the mark so this angel was shouting that Babylon is falling don't join them it's the same angel so the Bible went back to um, that period and was warning the Christians that Babylon is gonna fall right don't take part in her luxuries in her love for luxury in her fornication and don't take the mark right so that is what Revelations 18 3 was saying and so if we continue it says now we have come to the judgment of this whore that's after the antichrist period after the mark of the beast after rapture after the wrath of god this woman will be judged and how will she be judged revelations 18 verse 9 and the kings of the earth who have committed committed fornication and live deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning standing afar off the fear of her torment saying alas alas the great city babylon the mighty city for in one hour thy judgment come and the merchant of the earth shall weep and mourn over her for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. So the rich, the, 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 the luxury goods people that sell their luxury goods to the Babylon, people that have the Babylon spirit. So this fornication spirit is a spirit ruling the earth, right? And she will be judged. And when she will be judged, nobody will be interested in buying luxury anymore. So be careful if you love luxury too much. 
you spend money on luxury be careful so let's see what those merchants what merchants sell to babylon and the inhabitants of babylon revelations 18 12 the merchandise of gold and silver precious stones pearls fine linen purple and silk and scarlet and all thyan wood and all manner of vessels of ivory and all manner of vessels of precious wood and brass and of iron and marble and cinnamon cinnamons and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts that's animals and and we can say cars right because beasts are used for transportation so if you replace beasts with cars luxury cars and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves you know slavery and souls of men so she even trades souls of men when you hear people say they sold their soul to the devil just to be famous just to be rich babylon spirit trades all these things trades luxury goods trades even the souls of men so they do buying and selling of souls of men imagine that so it's real when you say people that when you see people that have sold their souls to the devil even people that don't want to sell their souls to the devil get invited to sell their souls to the devil that's just the truth i have been invited to sell my soul to the devil before and i thank god i was it's a crazy story i don't know if i should tell it right now um um pastor prayed for me because i was desperate to get a breakthrough and this pastor had a very big ring and he put his hand on my head and prayed for me to have this breakthrough and he promised me that i was gonna have that breakthrough and at night i was invited to sell my soul to the devil and i'm like i don't want this thing that bad i don't want it that bad and i said i was crying and i said i belong to jesus i belong to jesus I belong to Jesus. There was a long line of people that wanted to sell their souls to the devil. And I was, I skipped the line. I was brought to the front and it was horrible. And I kept screaming and shouting, I belong to Jesus. I don't know what I'm doing here. I belong to Jesus. And I screamed and shouted, I belong to Jesus until I woke up and I saw the spirit that led me through that line in my room while I woke up and I kept just saying I belong to Jesus until I stopped seeing the the spirit and I was like I will never go to that man's church again because that man is not clean you pray for me and then you want me to sell my soul in order to get it nope I'm not in, I'm not that desperate for wealth or fame or or riches that or that thing that I was asking for. And I got the thing I was asking for five years later. Five years later. Five years. That was what. That was God's time. Five years later. So I, I, should, I would have gotten it that time. It was mine. The thing was mine. So I keep saying that every wealth that you see people have. Even the people that have sold their soul to the devil. The wealth they have was theirs in the first place god had given it to them it's theirs and the devil can see this well but if you give your soul to the devil he it changes it changes the timing it brings it it brings the timing closer because he's now controlling the wealth right he gives you the wealth that belongs to you in the first place but he gives you at an earlier time and then god gives you at, at the best time so i got my breakthrough but it was about five years later 
after that encounter that I got my breakthrough from God and I didn't even apply for the breakthrough I was not I gave up on it and someone just asked me to try it one more time I said I will not try and person said because of me just try one more time and I tried it one more time and it was very easy to get it was God's time so I'm telling you that Babylon sells the souls of men as well it's real and that is the spirit that rules the world right now so revelations 18 14 says and the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee right so that's the judgment of the woman the the desires of her soul who depart from her and all things which are dainty and goodly are departed from thee and thou shalt find them no more at all revelations eighteen fifteen. and the merchant of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment and weeping and wailing so there will still be the louis vuittons of this world some will still be alive after the wrath of god the rich merchants they just be very surprised that whoa this country where we ship our our luxury goods to is being destroyed this country as well as the spirit behind the country or the city is being destroyed so the merchants let me read it again revelations 18 15 the merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the term for the fear of her torment weeping and wailing verse 16 and saying alas alas that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls for in one hour so great riches is come to nothing and every shipmaster and the company of ships see they ship all these things and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning saying what city is like unto this great city so can you take a guess what city is this that is the is babylon what city is babylon at this time you should know revelations 18 19 and they cast dust on their heads and cried weeping and wailing saying alas alas that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of a costliness it's so expensive to live in that country the desire for beautiful things luxury for in one hour she is made desolate Revelations 18:20 Rejoice over her thou heaven and ye holy apostles and prophets for God has avenged you on her so this this city is also responsible um the city and the spirit is also responsible for the is responsible for the persecution during after Jesus death and resurrection the city is also responsible for the because the city that's the babylon was sitting on the beast right while it was giving the mark and it was killing the christians that would not accept the mark so i'm saying was but it's yet to come that city will be sitting on the beast right giving the mark of the beast and therefore she is responsible for the death of the christians and the blood of the christians that refused the mark of the beast at the end time 
So Revelations 18.21 says that, And a mighty angel took up a stone, like a great millstone, and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. So that city will be just like empty. Nothing will be in that beautiful, great city anymore. And then Revelations 18.23 And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. And thy merchants, which, thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all the nations deceived. So the spirit ruling is not ordinary. The love of wealth, the love of riches, the love for fame, the love for worldly music is not normal. It's a, it's a spell that the devil has placed upon the earth, that this whore has placed upon the nations. So he says, for by the eyes, sorcery, where all the nations deceived, all the nations being deceived by this spell originating from this city. And that's Revelation 18.24 now says that, and in her, was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. So the Christians were slain by, as a result of her spirit and her acts through that beast that she was sitting upon. Oh, now we have seen the judgment of the great whore, the harlot, that's the Babylon spirit ruling the earth right now. And I pray that if we are in any way being controlled by this spirit even if it's a tiny bit that god will set us free from this spirit set us free from the love of money love of luxury set us free from the bondage of babylon so that we don't partake in our judgment in jesus name amen so now we're going to the last chapter we've come a long way thanks for staying <laughs> staying with me um we are going to revelations chapter 19 it says that and after these things i heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying hallelujah so now the angel wants to show john what we're going to be doing in heaven that's after the rapture we're going to be in heaven it says and after these things i heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying hallelujah salvation and glory and honor and power unto the lord our god for true and righteous are his judgments for he had judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand revelations 19 3 and again they said hallelujah and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. So we know how God's throne is. If you want to know how God's throne in heaven looks like, read Revelation chapter 5, where <laughs> Jesus himself showed John what his throne looks like. God's throne is a beautiful big throne what is sitting on it is light just light 
light shiny light you can see through the light it's just light and then in the right hand of god or in the right hand of the person sitting on the throne which we cannot see his face because it's covered with light was the seven scroll and um, seven was the book with seven seal was a scroll with seven seals and then around the throne was um uh, around the throne was or is because that's how god's throne is right now is a green rainbow so green rainbow not seven color rainbow green rainbow i don't know how it looks but that's what john saw and then there was a sea of glass in front of the throne of god the lamb of god which was slain that's jesus is in front of god's throne the seven spirits of god including the holy spirit the holy spirit the spirit of wisdom the spirit of knowledge spirit of understanding the spirit of the fear of god the spirit of counsel and the spirit of might um they are in in front of god's throne and the 24 elders are seated around god's throne <clears throat> 24 elders and four beasts are in front of god's throne these are good beasts these are the holy beasts and that is what god's throne looks like and that's why he said so if you want to read more about how god looks in heaven what what his throne looks like read revelations chapter 5 and revelations 19 4 says and the 24 elders which i told you that are sitting around god's throne and the four beasts in front of god's throne they fell down and worshiped god and sat on the throne <clears throat> they worshiped god that sat on the throne saying amen hallelujah and a voice came out of the throne that's the voice of god okay so a voice came out of the throne saying praise our god all ye servants and ye that fear him both small and great and i heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and as the voice of many waters and as the voice of mighty thundering saying hallelujah for the lord god omnipotent reigneth verse 7 let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife had made herself ready who is the wife of the lamb the wife of the lamb is the saints you and i we are the wife of jesus and we have made ourselves ready we have been raptured we're in heaven verse 8 it says and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen and white clean and white for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints so and he said unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. So the marriage supper of the Lamb. We are the wives of the Lamb. And the Christians are the wives of the Lamb. And we are blessed that are called into the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true saints of God. And I fell at his feet. Remember the he, the he here is the angel, one of the angels with the seven bowls of wrath. So John fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, see thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Revelations nineteen eleven, And I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he doth judge and make war so after the marriage of the lamb jesus is gonna come to earth to judge the beasts now so now we see that 
in Revelation 17, they gave us like a screenshot of what would happen in Revelation 19. Revelation 17, 14, he says that at that time when the beast with ten horns, um, and that is around the sixth seal period, the beast with ten horns will make war with the lamb and shall, so that, that's, they, they shall prepare to make war with the lamb during the sixth six trumpet, not six seal. Six seal is rapture. Seventh seal is the rod of God. It has seven trumpets. So when the sixth trumpet is blown, the beast will try to gather kings of the earth to make war with Jesus. And Jesus will not be ready for them until after his marriage with us. And after his marriage with us, he's going to come in Revelation 19 to make war with them. So now, in Revelation 17, 14, it says that this shall make war, this shall make war with the Lamb. That's in future in Revelation 19. They shall make war with the Lamb, but the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and they that are with him are called the chosen and faithful. So, Revelation 19, verse 11. Jesus is now ready for them, ready to defeat them as we've been promised by god so he says revelations 19 11 and i saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and in in righteousness he doth judge and make war his eyes were as a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the word of God. That's Jesus. So Jesus now has time. After the marriage ceremony with us in heaven. He now has time to fight the beasts. Right? Babylon has been, has been judged. The city has been burnt with fire. Now unto the beast that gave the mark of the beast. This is time to judge that beast. <clears throat> so he, Jesus, the word of God. Let's see, Revelation 19:14. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, right? Clothed in fine linen, white and clean. 15. And out of his mouth goeth out a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treaded the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he had on his vesture, on his tie, a name written. On his vesture and of his tie, and on his tie, a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So, and I saw an angel standing in the sun. Standing in the sun. So you got to visualize it. And he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of the heaven, Come and gather yourself together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bound, and both small and great. And I saw, verse 19, Revelations 19, 19, and I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him, and sat on the horse and against his armies. So the beast, the mark of the beast guy, gathered the remaining kings that have not died 
from the wrath of God, from the seven bowls of wrath of God. There are many people, <clears throat> they gather their armies together to fight against Jesus. They're not even scared. Anyway, <clears throat> the battle is called Armageddon. And <clears throat> they, they would try to fight against him, the kings of the earth and the armies. <clears throat> gather to fight against him that sat on the horse and against his army. Verse 20, and the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him. As we saw in Revelations 13 and 14, um, there's going to be a false prophet. People are saying it's the Pope. Mm. But this false prophet is going to command the Christians to worship the beast. And um, <clears throat> he, he's going to de deceive the many people so let's keep reading it says revelations nineteen twenty, and the beast was taken and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast so anybody that received the mark of the beast there's no there's there's no second chance for anybody that misses the rapture and the only people that will not partake in the wrath of god are the 144,000 virgins from israel so everybody on earth will partake in the wrath of God. Those that receive the mark and them that worship his image, these boats were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. So, <clears throat> who are the two people that are, are going to be cast alive into the lake of fire? Two people now. The people on earth are still on earth, right? when they try to fight against god jesus jesus is not even going to stress himself with all the kings of the earth and the armies he's just going to take two people the beast and the false prophet and cast them alive into the lake of fire and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse so the rest of the army were killed with the sword of jesus which sword proceeded out of his mouth and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Amen. So now we see a scene where the beast is gone into the lake of fire. The false prophet is gone into the lake of fire. Babylon, the woman, the whore, has been burnt. That city has been burnt. And the kings that gathered themselves to fight against Jesus were also killed with a sword from the mouth of Jesus. And we have come to the end of Revelation 17, 18, and 19. May God bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. So Jesus came to destroy the beast, the Antichrist, and also to rule the earth. He came with some people as well. So why is Jesus coming to rule the earth full of sinners and the people that did not, uh, the people that, have the mark of the beast. Why is it that Jesus is coming to rule the earth and we are going to be with him? We are going to be ruling with him as we know it. I, you should know the, that verse by now. Daniel 7 27. Let's read it together. It says that, and the sovereignty and the greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven shall be handed over to the holy people of the most high and jesus will be our king and will be his people and he'll be our king daniel seven twenty seven says and the kingdom and the dominion and greatness of the kingdoms under heaven shall be given to the people 
of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. So, somehow, we will become kings on earth, we will become rulers of cities. Remember the parable that says, the parable is real. It says that you that have served me, you, I gave you talent, you used it for me. Come and be ruler of this city. Come and be ruler of two cities. Be ruler of five cities. Be ruler of ten cities. We shall be rulers of cities. So the seven rods of God destroyed some people on earth. But some people were still alive. And we're going to rule over them um, in the 1,000 year reign of Jesus. But why? I don't really understand why Jesus did not just destroy them. And then let's enjoy ourselves in heaven. But he is going, we are going to rule with Jesus. So it's like Jesus wants to. Because God has already promised that there will be someone to rule on the throne of David. And that is Jesus. At the end of the days, Jesus will rule on the throne of David. And and that that means Jesus just has to rule. For a thousand years, he has to rule on this earth as the king of the world. And that's called autocracy. I'm not is it theocracy. I'm sorry. Not autocracy. Theocracy when God is ruling man again. And Jesus is, theocracy is when God rules, Jesus rules. And we don't know how it will be like. It's not going to be an autocratic government. It's not going to be democracy. It's not going to be whatever, the libertarian or whatever government. It's going to be the government of Jesus. The government of Jesus ruling us and that is theocracy. And he's going to rule for a thousand years. We are going to see it in Revelation 20. I don't, we're going to see why, um, which is based on God's promise that Jesus will rule the earth. But I don't really know why. Why I don't really know. But I can't question what God's will is. But Jesus will rule the earth for 1,000 years. And we are going to rule with him. And we are going to explain the word of God to people. But they're not still going to repent. So I don't really know. We're going to go in depth. But anybody that has received the mark will not partake in the kingdom of God. Anybody that is, that is still alive. Will not partake there's no second chance written in this bible there's no second chance written in this bible. the only people that will not be destroyed by the wrath of god are the 144,000 with the seal of god on their foreheads so we have this revelations 20 21 and 22 which we're going to be studying next meeting by the grace of god and we will by that we will have come to the end of the book of Revelation. So I'm very glad that I was able to get to this point and I pray that as I study, because I'm yet to study the three chapters, that God will show me deeper revelations about God's word and I will share it with you. And you should also feel free to go and study, um, study the chapters by yourself to know more about God's word. If you want to know more about Revelations from chapter 1, you can go to the various Bible studies and listen while you're doing your chore or listen while you are um, less busy or just relaxing and just listen to the explanation of the end time from beginning to the end. I pray that God will be with you. Keep yourself pure and unspotted from the world and stay blessed. Let me pray with us. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the strength you've given me to explain your word. I hope I did a great job of explaining everything you asked me to say. Um, forgive me if I've said anything that is not 
of you and i pray that you would blot it out of the ears and minds of everyone that has heard lord i pray that you would speak to us every day and let your word that you have we've just heard lord bear fruit and help us to be more like jesus help us to love you and do your will help us to hate pleasure of this world although i know you will bless us and you will make us happy <laughs> and you would even as we seek first the kingdom of god you will supply all our needs that is for sure and you will make us happy and lack nothing that is your promise but lord help us not to love luxury help us not to be interested in in luxury and worldly fame and worldly music and worldly things lord help us to love you and enjoy your blessings your pure blessings that make it rich and added no sorrow in the name of jesus christ we love you i cover ourselves with the blood of jesus everyone that joined that stayed for very long everyone that listened lord bless them oh god change their lives oh god save their souls oh god and receive the glory oh god we love you lord we are covered with the blood of jesus christ till next meeting lord keep this one strong keep them from danger from wiles of the enemy give them your holy spirit your fruit of the spirit lord bless these ones answer their prayers heal the sick lord among them and set free the oppressed oh god when you come oh god in glory help us to be found in your kingdom when the antichrist government begins oh god and if we are still on this earth lord um if we are still alive give us the grace oh god to say no to the mark of the beast oh god and even if it takes dying for you give us the courage to die for you god and await your rapture oh god we are covered in the blood of jesus we love you holy spirit in jesus mighty name we pray amen till i come away next time stay blessed